Well, we're beginning a new look at the book of Ephesians. Let's start with the very first chapter, verses 1 through 5. This letter is from Paul. He's identifying who it's from. Chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Jesus Christ. The reason he was chosen by God was because he wasn't an apostle when the other apostles were apostles. The twelve, he came along later. God set him up specially. God chose him to be an apostle of Jesus Christ, and he wants to make sure that they understand his credentials. He says, I'm writing to God's holy people in Ephesus who are faithful followers of Christ Jesus. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Paul is praying for and pronouncing a blessing of grace and peace from God upon those that he repeats and reuses in many of his letters, the letters to the Romans and to the Corinthians, the Galatians, and here today in Ephesians. And he gives similar greetings in Timothy and Titus, the letters that he's written to them. Now, this isn't a trite or insignificant part of his greeting. Writers in early times often put a great deal of thought into the words that they used. And with these words, he conveyed some great spiritual truths that hold profound significance for Christians 2,000 years ago as well as for today. The traditional greeting in the Hellenistic world, the world they lived in, was a word that simply meant greetings. Now in Paul's hands, this now becomes grace, to which he adds the traditional Jewish greeting shalom or peace, and peace in the sense of wholeness or well-being. He's wishing these things, he's blessing them with these things through his word. And thus, instead of the familiar greetings, Paul salutes his brothers and sisters in Christ and blesses them with grace to you and peace. Now these were not unusual words, but Paul filled them with a new and deeper significance. He greeted his fellow believers with grace and peace from God the Father and Jesus Christ. This transcended the common greeting and was used exclusively for Christians. Grace from God, who loves and accepts and forgives human beings, not based on anything we do, but in spite of what we do. Grace that shows up as love and mercy and forgiveness, not because of who or what we are, but because of who and what God is. So Paul isn't just wishing that kind of grace upon his readers. He's reminding them of what kind of God they serve. And then peace, shalom, not peace as in the absence of war and not a vague wish or a greeting of, gee, I hope everything's going well for you. In Hebrew, with regard to God, that word shalom, peace, meant being reconciled to God and having God's peace in one's heart. And Paul isn't just expressing his wish for them to find it. He's reminding them that in Christ, they already have it. And then, because of that, Paul goes on to say, therefore, in verse 3, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. In the Greek, that really translates every blessing that the Spirit can bestow because we're united with Christ. Heavenly places or realms is a phrase used five times elsewhere in Ephesians. And the heavenly realms are as real as the earthly realms, and Paul wants to connect us to that. When you think about the expanse of eternity, it's clear we'll spend most of our lives living in the heavenly realms. In contrast, our earthly existence is spoken of as a vapor that appears for a little while and then is gone. What are those spiritual blessings that are ours in those heavenly places? Our citizenship is in heaven. Our high priest is ever blessing us. Our treasures are there where moths and rust can't ruin them. 
Our aims and affections are there, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Our hope is there, Colossians tells us, because we have a confident hope of what God has reserved for us. It's where our inheritance awaits us. 1 Peter 1.4 calls it a priceless inheritance kept in heaven for you and me. Verse 4 goes on to say, Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ, by virtue of our union in Christ, to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Think of that. That's no small thing either. Verse 5, God decided in advance to adopt us into his family. Think about that. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to or unto himself, his character, his nature, through Christ Jesus. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. Today I want to encourage you, as Paul did, as Paul wants to encourage us through what he's writing in this book, in this chapter, to be aware of the great things, the great blessings, the great peace that are ours because of what Christ has done in our lives, and then to walk worthy of them each and every day. Lord, thank you for the great blessings that are ours, the peace that is ours, the great inheritance that is ours, the heavenly blessings that are ours, as well as the earthly blessings. May we today walk obediently with you, walk worthy of those great things that you have bestowed on us. We give you thanks for them and ask for your help to do that. In Jesus' name, amen. Keep looking to Jesus and keep the faith. Mm -hmm.